0: Welcome to the score fantasy basketball podcast where you get great advice on how to stay ahead of your competition here in these fantasy basketball streets now the dopest analyst in fantasy basketball waiver wire queen What's going on? Welcome to the Score Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Waiver Wire Queen. Today I want to talk about some more players you should consider adding for week 20 via the Waiver Wire. Also, check out my previous episode where I talk about nine to 10 players you should definitely add for week 20. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And also, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, we are available on Spotify, Apple, Google. We are out here in these fantasy basketball streets. Let's jump right into it. Week 19 is definitely turning out to be a close one for me. How are you guys doing week 19? Are you guys trying to make that final push in order to make it to the postseason? Well, a lot of these players on this list and also in the previous episode will be able to help you push yourself, and hopefully get you to the playoffs. Let's talk about a rising young player who I have some high hopes for in Dynasty. That is Jonathan Kaminga. That is right. He has been playing his tail off. He's been given the opportunity, and with the opportunity, he is definitely showing up and showing out. You already know Draymond Green has been out since prior to the All-Star break, and he is still a ways away. When I think of Draymond, he's obviously a triple-double threat. Um, I was going to recommend him as one of the players to target in a buy-low situation since the trade deadline is is coming up, but Draymond might not even be available for you in the playoffs, which makes Kaminga's value increase, which is why I'm talking about him a bit more. I talked about him in a previous episode. Uh, He's definitely a good player to add when Draymond is out and when um, Clay and some of the other guys are resting. However, Draymond is still out. Now, tonight, Moses Moody is starting. So, you know, both of these two young players have a lot of talent, but Kaminga has pretty much... um, worked his way into the rotation, and he is definitely a young player on the rise and a player you definitely should consider adding. He has value as long as Draymond Green is out. If Draymond Green doesn't make it back for the playoffs, then Kaminga definitely has some value in fantasy basketball playoffs. He's rostered in 31% of Yahoo leagues. And also keep in mind, all of the stats is for Yahoo and Sleeper. So when I talk about dynasty, I'm talking about using the sleeper app for your fantasy basketball dynasty league. When I'm talking about the redraft, then I'm I'm definitely talking about Yahoo. And again, with Kaminga, Draymond is out. No telling when he is going to return. For the season, he's averaging 8.1 points per game, 2.9 rebounds, shooting over 50% from the field. Three-point percentage is not that great. So if you're looking for him to light it up from threes, uh You got a better chance of Waiver Wire Queen doing that for you. And I'll let you know I can shoot. But nonetheless, he's only shooting a little bit over 32% from threes, which isn't good. So we're not checking for him in that capacity. And he uh, only shoots 67% from free throws. But again, with Kaminga, the young man has a lot of potential. He's very talented. And he's definitely a player that I added in my Dynasty League because I believe he is the future of the Warriors, okay? Right now, it's still... Clay, Steph, and Draymond, at some point, the keys will be handed over to Kaminga, Moody, and Weissman, with Kaminga leading the way. Over the last two weeks, he's averaged 13 points per game, 4.3 rebounds, 1.3 block, and a steal. With Kaminga, he's going to score the ball and rebound the ball. You may see some nights where he may have seven rebounds, and some nights where it may be four. One thing, he will definitely be active, so he won't just give you some points in the scoring Aspect he will rebound the ball and he plays solid defense for a young player. Let's take a closer look at some of his stats. As you can see against Portland, 17 points, eight rebounds. And again, when you look at his stats, you see some games 17 and you see 10. Is it's it's a bit inconsistent, but he is still able to produce and help your team in fantasy basketball. Again, I don't see him as a long-term solution, especially in a redraft league. but Right now, short term, until Draymond returns, this young man has a lot of value. And then when Clay is out and, um, say, Wiggins, when they're resting some of their players down the stretch, Kaminga and Moody should have some value with Kaminga getting the nod, in my opinion, because he's proven that he's capable of being one of those players that you can rely on. And, again, his salary isn't high. So I used him the other night. Um during uh portland and guess what he got me over what almost 30 a little over 30 fantasy points so i was very pleased with that and you also got to realize his salary wasn't high at all so i'm like damn i got some great value over here with, with Kaminga, so again, you got to look at situations like that to so where he may be able to help you in that capacity. He may not, you know, every night get you over 30 fantasy points, but if his salary is, is low in DFS and he's able to come out there and get you over 30 fantasy points, then you definitely have gotten a steal for what his salary is, what like uh, a little over 5,000, and he's getting me over. Um, 30 fantasy points. That is great in DFS. And again, in a redraft league, he has short-term value right now, especially as long as Draymond is out. And then if if Wiggins was to miss some time. So again, down the stretch, you got to look and check for him too when they are resting their players, because we already know they're going to make the damn playoffs. Okay. Now it's all about, do they want to try to push and see if they can surpass the Suns for the first seed, I don't think they'll be able to unless they just the Suns go on a terrible stretch, you know, with Chris Paul out. Anything is possible here in the NBA. But nonetheless, Kaminga is definitely a player that I'm very high on short term and redraft. And again, I express how I am super high on him long term in a dynasty league. So if you're in a fantasy basketball dynasty league, or you're considering joining one, then know that a young player like Jonathan Kaminga has some value. Definitely long-term in a fantasy basketball dynasty league. Let's talk about Cam Johnson. So to my surprise with the Suns, with Chris Chris Paul going to be out for um, at least six to eight weeks, you know, I was thinking, okay, I think most of us were thinking they were going to either insert, um, Holiday in a starting lineup or maybe give Peyton the opportunity since he's the veteran. He was already on the team. Hell to the, no, 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 no. They did not y'all. They just said, Booker, we're going to slide you to the point point. we're going to put uh Cam Johnson in a starting lineup, which to me is obviously better. But then again, you still have to make up for, for that production because you figure Chris Paul is out. So Booker's taking over the point guard duties. And then you got Cam Johnston, who's moving from the bench role to a starter so you got to replace some of that production coming off the bench and so you're like well is it going to be peyton or is it going to be holiday okay so so far peyton didn't even play uh today and then with um holiday he has seen more minutes and played a bit better so for me with this situation is if, if 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 holiday was to start i would feel better saying add him right now i'm saying there are better players on waivers that you can pick up who have a more consistent role. And you know, it's starting. And, um, the guy to add obviously I'm talking about is Cam Johnson. He's rostered at 56% of Yahoo leagues. And on a season he's going to get you 20 to 22 fantasy points. He's a really good young player. And I, I really love what he's been doing all season long. he, Started showing up and showing out last season, entering and throughout the postseason, and now he has a more consistent role. He is playing more, and so when you play more minutes and you produce, we love that type of production in fantasy. I don't know about you guys, but I love a player who's going to produce for my team and help me win. So with Cam, if you look at some of his um, stats over the last few games, what, um, 21 points, 4 rebounds, 15 points, 1 rebound, 23 points, 4 rebounds. With Cam, what what you get with him is a player who is going to score the ball. He's probably going to get you some rebounds. And he's just going to be a very good young player to add. Now, surprising to me, um, well, it's not a surprise that he shoots good from the field because he's a stretch four, but I thought maybe he would be at 38 39% from threes, which he surprised me. He shoots over 43% from threes, which is very good. So he's a player that you can look at in a categories-based league or a points-based league because he's shooting a high percentage from the field and threes with, uh, what, again, 43% from threes, and then he's shooting 46.5% from um, the field, and he's playing over 26 minutes per game, which it's going to go up because he is now – Definitely going to be starting indefinitely, in my opinion. I feel like that's the right lineup to go because you're putting your best players in a starting lineup, and then you have some guys coming off the bench who can help you out because they still do have some solid players to help them off the bench. But nonetheless, with Cam being only rostered at 56%, I feel like he's a player to pick up. Considering I'm considering picking him up in um, one of my leagues in the sleeper and sleeper app because he's playing very well. And I'm looking for a forward who can fill some, some needs that I may have in that league. And I'm definitely considering him even more so because now he's definitely going to probably uh, go from his 26.3 minutes per game on the season to maybe 30 minutes. So with more minutes, it means more opportunity. And I know that he can produce and on also on the season, you just got to understand that He's been consistent, okay. That is definitely a player we want. We want a player who's going to be consistent for our team. If he's consistent, that's the kind of player we want because you know that you're going to put him in your lineup and most nights he's going to produce. And there may be on a rare occasion when he's going to stink it up because everybody's capable of stinking it up. But for the most part, you don't have to worry about that with Kim because, again, he's been very consistent on the season. He averages half points per game, 4.1 rebounds. So, again, you're going to get some points, some rebounds, good percentage from the field, and an excellent percentage from threes for a stretch four. So what do you do? If he's available, pick him up. Because, again, right now, opportunity is even at an all-time high for him. He had opportunity for the season, which he has produced, which is why he's been in the rotation as much and playing as much minutes and now starting and – What does that mean? More opportunity, y'all. That's what we look for. More opportunity, more minutes, more points, more production. And that's what we need in fantasy basketball. That that is the type of player you want to add to your team. So, again, if Cam Johnson is available, go on and pick him up. All right. And, again, I don't really trust the Holiday-Payton situation. But, again, if you had to choose between those two guys, if you were just desperate, then you would go with Holiday because apparently Payton didn't even play Sunday and Holiday has played a bit better and again if you check out my previous episode there are players that I recommended early on for week 20 who be able to help you like Nito from uh the Washington Wizards I would rather trust picking him up picking him up over Holiday or Payton at this point so again you guys just gotta be be extra cautious with what you do because it is crunch time and we're trying to run up the score and win our league. So, again, crunch time. So you have to make the best decision for your team because some of these decisions you make may really hurt your team. And, again, we're trying to win. I don't know about you guys, but we're trying to win. I want to try to win, you know. I love winning, especially if you are in the money league. I know you love winning. Let's talk about Hassan Whiteside, center slash forward. With the um, Utah Jazz, yes, that is right. He's played very well throughout the season and throughout his career. The biggest issue with him is health. He's always injured, and with a player that is always injured, you know what? It's hard to rely on him. So he hasn't been the most reliable player due to injuries but when he's on the court he produces okay he shoots over 63 from the field he only plays 18 minutes so listen to the stats shoots over 63 from the field plays 18 minutes scores 8.5 points per game over seven almost eight rebounds per game and 1.5 blocks per game just imagine if he was playing 30 minutes per game okay he probably can go somewhere and start but he's backing Rudy Gober up over up! I hope I said his name right, y'all. Y'all know I hack up a name or two, but nonetheless, y'all know what I'm talking about. He's actually playing better than him right now. But with Rudy, he is just trying to get back into the flow of things. And, you know, that takes some time when you've been out for a while. But let's look at what uh, Hassan has done the last few games. Two points, not a lot, but he still got his eight rebounds. With him, if nothing else, if you need a player in a categories-based league, Simply to get you rebounds, if you are struggling with your rebounds and you don't have any options because say all the guys on your team, your power forwards and centers, they just stinking it up with the rebounds, he's definitely going to rebound the ball. It does not matter if he's scoring the ball, he's going to get you at least eight rebounds if, if, if you look at it. Eight, eight, 14, eight. Eight 17 18. This is when um Rudy was out. He was really going off nine points, 17 rebounds, 15 points, 18 rebounds. Okay, so again, if nothing else, he will still get the rebounds. I actually used him in a prize pick and he hit for me. So I I, I took a chance. I normally try to be conservative. I'm like, let me do 10 bucks. I, I did 20, 40. He was one of the players who hit so I won the 40, and um, he got me what I needed in my, my rebounds. So I, I took the over with him with rebounds because I already knew that he's very consistent when it comes to his rebounds. So why not stick with a player that, you know, is going to produce for you. And again, in a, um, if you look into play the DFS, on whether that is FanDuel or DraftKings and you're looking for a center, That's going to not, it's going to cost you not a lot of uh, money and he's going to score the ball and rebound the ball for you on most nights. Then he's definitely a nice, a nice low key ad, which is not going to cost you a lot. And then you can load up and build around build. At your guard and forward spot with your with your top players because you know those salaries are going to cost you a lot. And even in price pick, he's definitely a player you can take a chance on when it comes to rebounds because you already know that he's most likely going to hit. And I, with him, I always take the over with him because I already know that most nights he's going to get me my rebounds. You know, if he's supposed to get six, if they project him to get six, and you say you're going to going with the over, he then got eight, eight, fourteen, eight. He He rebounds the ball. If nothing else, Hassan Whiteside is going to rebound the ball for you, and that is definitely something you can use in the categories-based league and again, keep in mind, he's only rostered in 42% of leagues, which means he's still available out here in these streets. He available in none of my leagues, which pisses me off because I always look for him when I'm thinking about a center I may need to help my team. I'm always looking for him. And it's hard to find a center because pretty much all of those centers are gone. I'm in mainly deep leagues. I don't know about you guys, but when the leagues are deep, It is hard to find players on the waiver wire streets, y'all. I'm telling you. I am telling you. But nonetheless, if he's available in your league, he's definitely a player you should and you must pick up because he is going to to produce, if nothing else, in a categories-based league. If you are simply looking for those rebounds, he's got you. Trust me, y'all. Trust and believe. Let's talk about Trey Mann. He's a player I've talked about previously previously. Twice I've talked about him, and at one point he was getting the minutes, and this was pre-All-Star break, and then he kind of fell off slightly a little bit. But now he is back, and he's he's been playing very well over the last four games. He is rostered in 17% of leagues. He's going to have value as long as Dward is out. Giddy kind of missed some time, too. So... If Dort is going to still be out, man should definitely see uh, an opportunity. And also, if Giddy say, misses any more time, then he's going to see that opportunity as well. And he has played very well the last four games. Let's take a look at his stats just to see exactly what he's been doing because he's been putting in some work, y'all. And this is definitely the kind of low-key player you can use in a um, DFS. I used him in DFS. Um, I want to say it was either Friday or Saturday. No, no, no. It may have been Thursday. And I used him and um, he played very well for me. And I was, I was happy. I was doing the, you know, I was doing a little shake. I'm like, damn, I hit big time with him. And I, I was pleased. And I also picked him up in one of my redraft leagues, um, probably Wednesday, last Wednesday. And He's he's produced, he's played very well over the last four games. So again, when you look at his stats over the last four games, you, let's let's go back to um the 16: 24 points, six rebounds, three assists, 30 points, two rebounds, one assist, two stills, twenty two, four, five, two. 11 points, five rebounds, six assists, four steals. Again, one thing I like to to look at with him is he definitely is active and still in the ball, so you do know that he's not only going to just score the ball. He did have one game where he didn't score too much with 11, which is still bad because he was doing other things. He rebounded the ball, he got you some assists, and still, so he's a player who's going to do more than just score the ball, which is what we love in fantasy because that's going to get us the points we need and a points basically and that's also going to help our team In the categories, basically For a player who Is, is going to get you steals He's going to um, get you assists and rebounds I will tell you this He ain't lighting it up from the field So don't expect him to shoot a high percentage from the field Don't look for that So if you feel like that's something That's going to be a deal breaker in the categories, basically Then strictly look for him In a uh, points-based league Let's talk about Matisse Thibault. Oh, y'all to pronounce that name. Somebody challenging me tonight with all these damn names, but nonetheless, Matisse Thibault has been uh uh up and down, he's been very inconsistent this season, but it looks like he's starting to play more. I like the fact that they've gone with the lineup of of uh him, Harden, obviously, Harris. <laughs> FB and B and Maxi, and that that's a really good lineup. I'll tell you one thing he's not going to uh, shoot a great percentage from threes. He hasn't. He's only shooting 28% from threes. So let's just hope he do not shoot the three and just leave it at that. But he shoots over 49% from the field, which is very good. He's rostered in over 36% of leagues, and he gets you between 17, 18 fantasy points on the season. If he's going to start, which I think he should be starting, Danny, Danny Green hasn't played well in who who the hell knows. I I can't even tell you when the last time he's played very well consistently and he shouldn't be getting the minutes. We have this young player who can play great defense as well and do a lot of other things on the court and he's playing better. So he should be the one to start. So hopefully this is a smart move and this is the, they're moving in the right direction. This is a new thing that they're going to be doing and they're going to be going with this young man. And if they do, you can expect that he will, uh produce because he has produced when given the opportunity, but it's been very inconsistent because hell the role is inconsistent. It's hard to to get cons to to get consistency out of a player when their minutes and everything is inconsistent, including their role. So um against the Knicks play very well 28 minutes, eight points, six rebounds, two assists, three steals, a lot of things with him is what I realized he is going to be a stat stuffer. And it's not going to be high and it's going to be low in eight, like like you see eight point six rebounds, a few assists, a few steals. He's going to do a little bit of everything, which is going to add to add up to the points that we need anyway in a points-based league. So again, you see the last, we'll say the last two games, what 28 minutes, you see 23 minutes. So he's playing more. He started today. And we're hoping that this is a, uh, smart move and a long-term move going forward for the remainder of the season for the Sixers. But again, you guys know how the Sixers do Doc, He is, he, he loves Danny green. He just, he just hasn't letting that go. And he, he, he has to let it go because this is the right move. Um, playing him is just very good. Let him start. You're gonna get the defense, if nothing else, and other things—rebounds, steals. Again, what he, what we just looked at with him. Let's talk about Brochet Brissett. Y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm working it out here. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. <laughs> I'm working it with the, with these names. Y'all got to give me uh, um, two points, two points away, but why I quit forgetting the names. I'm, I'm, I'm working it tonight, y'all. But again, this young man is has been playing very well for uh, the Pacers. And he's a player you have to check for. He can he can play the guard, small forward, power forward. Put it on the platform Yahoo. It's only going to be the the uh, small forward, power forward, so pretty much for the forward spot. And then on um, the sleeper app, which we're looking at right now, he's playing uh, the guard and the forward spot, which is very good because you have more you have more uh, usage for him. You can use him in multiple positions, which is very good as, as, as well. He's rostered in 48% of leagues. He's averaged 15 to 16 fantasy points in a season that has increased over the last five games. So let's say out of the last he's played very well out of the last five out, out of seven games. So five of those seven games, he has played very, very well. The last week, 10 points, 15 rebounds, two blocks. Two steals. I mean, damn, 15 rebounds is insane. But he's doing the damn thing. I'm telling you, when you find a low-key player like this who can help your team, you just pick him up and and, and you play him. Let's look at his stats over the last few games. We'll look at that. Look at the minutes. 33, 37, 27, 29, 29, 38, 36. He's playing very well. Look, 10 points, 15 rebounds, 27 and 6. 17 and 6. So he has played very well and he 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 played very well um against OKC with the 10 10 points and uh 15 rebounds. So yes, over the last few games, he has no I'll say not few games, the last several games he has played very well and should be a player that you're checking for. He's rostered under 50%, which means there is a high probability you'll be able to pick him up. And if you can do so, you go on and do so. And that's what you what you have to do. You, you look for players who are going to give you great value, whether that is redraft, dynasty, or in DFS. And he's definitely another player who should have some value to you in a DFS league because his salary is not going to be as high. I like to look for players I can build around some of my um, high-salary players because you're going to have to uh, find players like that because, let's be real, most of the time, some of these high-end players, the top dogs, are going to cost you a lot in DFS. And so you may have to find a player like um, Brissette, um, Thibault some of those guys to, to, to fill out your roster. And if you pick the right player on any given night, you're going to win. Let's talk about Darius Baisley. Yes, he has been stepping it up a bit the last uh, a few games kind of off, but he's back again, playing very well for OKC. Do not rely on him for shooting. If you're looking for shooting, he is not going to do that. Rostered at 46% of leagues. He averages between 23 and 24 fantasy points on the season, which is very, very good. And when I think about uh Darius basically I think of a player who's gonna score the ball and he's gonna rebound the ball and he's a high volume shooter because again his shooting percentages are really not that great so if you are looking for some shooting and you want the percentages to be high he's not a player you would want to to look at but if you're in a points based league and you're just looking for a player to get you to points he averages 9.8 points on the season 6.6 rebounds one block he's going to get you the points and plays over 37 minutes per game. So he's going to get you what you need. The thing is his shooting percentages are not that great. So in a categories, based league, bets believe he's going to hurt your shooting percentages from three and from, uh, from the field because his percentages are really that really poor. I'll tell you guys, but let's look at what he's been doing. So yeah, on the 24th hurt me. I had him in my lineup. He hurt the hell out of me. And you know, if you use sleeper, you know, you pick that game and that's the game. And he, he didn't have a good game for me on the 24th, but look what he's been doing over the last several games. Look on the 25th, 14 points, 10 rebounds. Okay. And, but you look, look over here with his shooting percentage, six for 16, eight for 17. The shooting percentages are really bad. When you look all the way down here, seven for 21, not a great shooter. But again, when you're in a, a points base league, unless they're uh penalizing you for field goal attempts and and things like that which most leagues don't then you don't have to worry about his uh shooting percentage look at that 23 and 8 this was a was a bad game <laughs> okay one for six like you know that's not being aggressive enough for me no, never would never should it be a situation where he's only taking six attempts but hell since he ain't shooting that great from the field on the season, that's probably why they like, let's shoot the ball too much. But nonetheless, if you look down here, he is capable of scoring the ball, but it's not going to be, um, he's going to be inefficient doing so he's not an efficient shooter. So if you're looking for a player who can shoot the ball very well, then he's not that guy that you should be checking for. And then you can look, look for someone else. And there are several players that I talked about in previous episode, part one of, part two week, week 20 waiver wires that you can consider who have better shooting percentages than Darius Bailey But again, with Darius Bailey I do love the fact that he's going to score the ball and he's going to rebound the ball, which I love. And then he averages 1.1 blocks per game too. Let's talk about Gallinari. That's my boy. That's one of my faves. Always been one of my faves. He is seeing an increase in minutes because John Collins is out. John Collins has missed the last five games with a sprained foot. So who do they go to? They go to Gallinari, and he is producing. Again, with Gallinari has been very inconsistent this season, but part of that is with so many players who play the same position on the Hawks, and then, you know, you're not starting over Collins or uh, Capella. So, you know, and now he's getting an opportunity to start uh, on the season. He averages between 18 and 19 fantasy points with an increase in minutes and uh, an expanded role as long as Collins is out. Most nights he should be good for you. But there may be that one night where it's like, Ugh, That's which is why I say inconsistent, inconsistent, but should be able to help your team as long as Collins is out. So he's a player that you definitely should look for. And again, rostered in 19% of leagues, which means he is available out here in East Fantasy, Basketball Streets, on waivers. So if you can pick him up, you know what you got to do because guess what? he's going to be able to help you y'all. I'm telling you, he's going to help you because it doesn't sound like Collins is coming back right now. So again, and if you have Collins and you don't have any other options, then, um, Gallinari is definitely a player you should consider. He averages 23.8 minutes per game on the season, 10.7 points per game, um, 4.5 rebounds, and he shoots over 39% from threes, which is definitely a great thing. We like players who can shoot the damn ball, okay? And he can shoot the three, so that means he's a player that you can trust in a categories based league. He's definitely going to help your team. Let's see what he's been doing over the last few games since he's been given opportunity. He's definitely stepped it up a notch. And again, with Gallinari, just remember, there may be some moments where it's it's a bit inconsistent, but it is what it is. So uh, I guess my Chicago Bulls, we won that game, I'm, I'll add. He he scored 26 points and nine rebounds. Okay. But then look at what he did against... Um, Toronto. So it's like hit and miss sometimes. So if you played him against the bulls, very, very good game. But then look what he followed it up with three and five and he played 30 minutes, but he was, he had an off night. One, one for mine from the field and one for, one for six for threes, which you most likely will only have three points shooting like that. But then um, the 15, 25 points. So again, keep in mind with Gallinari, it's going to be inconsistent. But he definitely is still a player who can help your team in the short term. This is not a a long-term solution. This is definitely short-term, and I don't want you to, you know, look at him as a long-term solution because it's simply not. Now let's talk about some players that you should keep an eye out for. Not saying run out and grab them, but definitely look Look and keep an eye out for these players. Keep on watching what they do. Emmanuel quickly, you know, he played very well against uh, Philly today. Played twenty six minutes. My thing with with quickly is his value goes as Thibodeau goes. If Tibbs don't get out of his own way, then this is why with quickly you'll see him play seventeen minutes, twenty six minutes, all over the place, which is gonna mean he's gonna be inconsistent because it's like, damn, let the young kid play. Um... He played very well and he plays good defense, so I don't know what the hell's going on with Tibbs. With Tibbs, if you don't play good defense, you don't play hell. If you're uh, he doesn't really like developing young players, so you don't play. So you, you're thinking, like, well, which is it? He's played great defense, so why not play him? But on the other hand, he's a young player, but nonetheless, there are a lot of young players on the Knicks, okay. And Burks did not play very well today, okay. So quickly, it's a player that. I want Tibbs to start giving more of an opportunity. Last episode, I talked about Derrick Rose being a player you should consider adding because he's almost there; he's close to coming back. and And Tibbs is obviously a big fan of Derrick Rose, and he's going to give the nod to Derrick Rose over a young player like Quickly, who's got more potential right now in a fantasy world. Derrick Rose, you got to realize, is coming back from a major ankle surgery, and the Knicks ain't going to the playoffs, so why is this even a conversation let the young guy play if he continues to see some the minutes 26 then he's a player you can look at because when you look at him play 20 minutes 18 points you know he just needs consistency and if he's getting the minutes I think he can be a player that can do some things for your team but it's a Tibbs world y'all it's the Tibbs world. And you know with Tibbs, y'all already know how that can go. So let's talk about Talon Horton Tucker. He has been playing very, very well over the last few games for the Lakers. And this is going back to what? February 3rd, I believe. So he's not, he didn't get traded. So it's a stress reliever. us relieve the stress. Woo! Breath of fresh air. you didn't get traded. Trade deadline pass. He can play the guard on the forward spot. He's seeing some more minutes, and he's producing. So when you play well, you you get in a damn game and get more minutes. So on the twenty fifth, he had sixteen points, three rebounds. Um, the sixteenth and the eighth was kind of funky for him, but again, he's doing multiple things. He had four blocks one game, and he's getting some assists. So if not, this maybe next nice week, he's not going to score the ball, but you do know that he's going to rebound the ball. He's going to get you some steals, some assists, which still may get you the points you need. As long as we start seeing him play better and the minutes are there and he's a stat stuffer, then he's a player you should keep an eye on. Again, I don't say just run and grab him, but he has been playing much better as of late. So he's definitely a player you should keep an eye out for and, One of my favorites, because he's a bull now, Tristan Thompson, y'all. That's what I'm talking about, Tristan Thompson. I know it's a crazy one, but keep an eye out for Tristan Thompson. Three games with the Bulls. He's played really good in two of those games, and you can see for yourself, when you think of the Bulls, you know you have your big three, and then you add Lonzo, and then you have some really good young role players at the guard spot. But when you look at the front court situation, it's very scarce, and it's bare, and – Tristan Thompson is a player who's going to score and rebound the ball. And he's one of those players, like, um, when I talked about um, – what is his name? When I talked about Hassan Whiteside. With Hassan Whiteside, I said, "What he's playing 18 minutes per game, but he's productive in that time. He's producing. That is the type of production you'll get out of Tristan Thompson. If he plays 15 minutes, he's still going to be productive. So look at 14 minutes – going back nine points, five rebounds. And then um, on the 26, he only played 16 minutes, but he got five points, four rebounds and a steal. He didn't take much many shots, only four, but again with him, look at him, 13 minutes, 11 points, six rebounds, one assist, one steal. So it maybe hit or miss with him, but he may be a player that may help you in the short term. And I mean, he may be able to help you one game when you don't have any other up uh, Forwards or centers, and you're like, well, I have to take a chance on Tristan Thompson. If he plays 20 minutes, maybe he's going to get me what I need. When you look back to the 16th, he played 20 minutes, 17 points, six rebounds. He had more of an opportunity from uh, field with nine attempts. But again, with, with him, he can be a player that can help your team. Going forward, it just depends on um, the situation. And again, don't run out and just grab, add these guys. These are guys that you can keep an eye out for and then make the decision based on what they're doing. And again, it may just be short term, meaning one start or just for a week or one game in DFS, one one day in DFS. All right, y'all, make sure you subscribe to the channel and also check out previous episode, because I have nine to 10 other players, you definitely should consider adding week 20 and going forward. Make sure you hit the like button if you enjoyed the episode and also leave some comments about some players you're considering adding or any questions you may have on fantasy basketball. Also, if you listen to the podcast and want to listen to the podcast on other platforms, we are on Spotify, Apple, and Google. Y'all have a great evening. Peace. Thanks for listening to The Score Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to The Score for more fun and great advice on how to win at fantasy basketball. And if you've got comments or questions about The Score, send them to waiverwirequeen@gmail.com. at gmail.com. The Score.